Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, it's Johanna today, your reader, and I'll be reading for Tuesday, the 23rd of January, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 13th of the month, Shavat. This week, our Torah portion is called Beshalach, which means when he sent, and we're starting in Exodus 14, verses 15 through 25. Let's first take a moment to bless God and thank him for his precious word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Why are you crying to me? Tell Bnei Israel to go forward, lift up your staff, stretch out your hand over the sea, and divide it. Then Bnei Israel will go into the midst of the sea on dry ground. Then I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will go in after them, so that I will be glorified over Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I have been glorified over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the angel of the Lord who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. Also the pillar of cloud, cloud moved from the front and stood behind them. And so came between the camp of the Egypt and the camp of Israel. There was the cloud and the darkness over here, yet it gave light by night over there. Neither one came near the other all night long. Then Moshe stretched out his hand over the sea. The Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind throughout the night and turned the sea into dry land. So the waters were divided. Then Bnei Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, while the waters were like walls to them on their right and on their left. But the Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Now it came about during the morning watch that the Lord looked at the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud, 
and caused the army of the Egyptians to panic. He took off their chariot wheels and caused them to drive heavily, so that Egypt, the Egyptians said, Get away from the presence of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. That was Exodus fourteen fifteen through 25. And the portion today from the prophets is 1 Kings 3. Then Shlomo made an alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, by marriage, taking Pharaoh's daughter and bringing her to the city of David, until he finished building his own house, the house of the Lord, and the wall around Jerusalem. The people, however, were still sacrificing on the high places, because there was no house built for the name of the Lord until those days. Now Shlomo loved the Lord, walking in, in the statutes of his father David, except he kept sacrificing and burning incense on the high places. So the king went to Givon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Upon this very altar, Shlomo offered a thousand burned offerings. At Givon, the Lord appeared to Shlomo in a dream by night, and God said, Ask for what should I give you? Shlomo said, You have shown my father, your servant David, great loving kindness, as he walked before you in truth, righteousness, and uprightness of heart toward you. Indeed, you have kept this great loving kindness for him by giving him a son to sit on his throne, as it is today. So now, Lord my God, you have made your servant king in my father David's place. I am but a youth. I don't know how to go out or come in. Your servant is amid your people whom you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to be numbered or counted. So give your servant a mind of understanding to judge your people, to discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? Now it was pleasing in the eyes of the Lord that Shlomo requested this thing. So God said to him, Because you asked for this thing, and have not asked for yourself long life, nor asked for yourself riches, nor asked for the life of your enemies, but asked for yourself understanding to discern justice, behold, I have done according to your words. I have given you a wise and discerning mind, so that there has been none like you before you, nor shall anyone like you arise after you. Moreover, I have also given you what you did not request, both riches and honor, so that no one among the kings will be like you all your days. Furthermore, if you walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days." Then Shlomo awoke and took note of the dream. So he went to Jerusalem, stood before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, and offered up burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. Then he made a feast for all his courtiers. Later, two prostitutes came to the king and stood before him. One woman said, My lord, please, 
This woman and I live in the same house, and I delivered a child while she was in the house. On the third day after I gave birth, this woman also gave birth to a child. While we were together with no one else with us in the house, just the two of us in the house, this woman's child died during the night because she lay on top of him. Then she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while your handmaid was asleep. She laid him at her breast and laid her dead child at my breast. When I rose in the morning to nurse my child, he had just died. But when I looked at him closely in the morning, I realized that he was not the son I had borne. But the other woman said, No, for the living one is my son, and the dead one is your son. But the first woman said, No, the dead one is your son, and the living one is my son. Thus they spoke before the king. Then said the king, The one says, This is my son who is living, and your son is the dead. While the other says, No, but your son is the dead one, and my son is the living one. Then the king said, Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king. Then the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to the one and half to the other. Then the woman whose son was the living one spoke up to the king, for her heart grew tender for her son, and said, My lord, please give her the living child, only don't kill him. But the other said, It will be neither mine nor yours. Cut it in two. Then the king responded by saying, Give her the living child, and certainly don't kill him. She is the mother. When all Israel heard of the verdict that the king had given, they were in awe of the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to administer justice. That was First Kings chapter 3. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 94. God of vengeance, the Lord, God of vengeance, shine forth. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Pay back to the proud what they deserve. How long will the wicked, Lord, how long will the wicked gloat? They gush out, they speak arrogance. All the evildoers keep boasting. They crush your people, Lord, and afflict your heritage. They slay the widow and the outsider and murder the fatherless. So they say, the Lord does not see. The God of Yaakov pays no attention. Pay attention, stupid among the people, fools, when will you comprehend? He who planted the ear, does he not hear? He who formed the eye, does he not see? He who chastens nations, will he not rebuke? One who teaches humanity knowledge? The Lord knows human thoughts, they are but a breath. Blessed is the one you discipline, Lord, and teach him from your Torah to give him rest from days of trouble, until a pit is dug for the wicked. For the Lord will not forsake his people, he will never abandon his inheritance. For rightness will be restored to justice, 
and all the upright in heart will follow it. Who will rise up for me against the wicked? Who will stand up for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul would soon have dwelt in the abode of silence. If I say, my foot has slipped, your mercy, Lord, will hold me up. When my troubling thoughts multiply within me, your consolations comfort my soul. Can a throne of corruption be aligned with you? Planning distress by decree, they band together against the life of the righteous and condemn innocent blood. But the Lord has been my fortress and my God the rock of my refuge. He will repay them for their wickedness and will annihilate them in their evil. The Lord our God will annihilate them. That was Psalm 94. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Luke 19. Now Yeshua entered Yericho and was passing through. And here was a man by the name of Zakai. He was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. Zakai was trying to see who Yeshua was, but he couldn't because of the crowd, for he was short in height. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see Yeshua, for he was about to pass through that way. When Yeshua came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zakai, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. Zakai hurried and came down and welcomed him joyfully. But when everyone saw it, they began to grumble, saying, Yeshua has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zakai stood there and said to the Lord, Look, Master, half of my possessions I give to the poor, and if I have somehow cheated anyone, I repay four times as much. Then Yeshua said to him, Today salvation has come to this home, because he also is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. As they were listening to this, Yeshua went on to tell a parable, because he was near Jerusalem, and they supposed that the kingdom of God was about to appear at once. Therefore he said, A certain nobleman went to a faraway land to receive for himself a kingdom, and then return. And calling ten of his own slaves, he gave them ten minas, and said to them, Do business until I come back. But his citizens detested him, and they sent a delegation after him, saying, We don't want this fellow to reign over us. When he returned after receiving the kingdom, he called for those slaves to whom he had given the money. He wanted to know how much business they had done. Now the first appeared, saying, Master, your one mina has made ten. The master said to him, Well done, good slave, because you were faithful with so little, take charge over ten cities. Also, the second slave came, saying, Your mina, master, made five. Then he also said to this one, You are likewise over five cities. But another came, saying, Master, here is your mina. I was keeping it safe in a handkerchief, for I was afraid of you because you are a strict man. 
You take what you did not make and reap what you did not sow. He said to him, By the words of your own mouth I will judge you, you wicked slave. You knew that I am strict, taking what I did not make and reaping what I did not sow. Then why didn't you put my money in the bank so that when I came back I could have collected it with interest? Then to the bystanders he said, Take the mina from him and give it to the one who has ten minas. But they said to him, Sir, he has ten minas. I tell you, to everyone who has, more shall be given. But from the one who doesn't have, even what he does have shall be taken away. But those hostile to me, who didn't want me to reign over them, bring them here and execute them before me. After saying these things, Yeshua was going on ahead, up to Jerusalem. When he got near Bethpage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead. As you enter, you will find a colt tied up that no one has ever sat upon. Untie it and bring it. And if anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? You shall say, The Master needs it. Those who were headed out found things just as he told them. Then, as they were untying the colt, his owner said to them, Why are you untying the colt? They said, The master needs it. Then they brought it to Yeshua, threw their cloaks on the colt, and set Yeshua on it. And as he went along, the people were spreading their cloaks on the road. When Yeshua came near the slope of the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began to rejoice. They praised God with a loud voice for all the miracles they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, Shalom in heaven, and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees from the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But answering Yeshua said, I tell you that if these keep silent, the stones will shout out. As he drew near and saw Jerusalem, he wept over her, saying, If only you had recognized this day the things that lead to Shalom, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will surround you with barricades and hem you in on all sides and they will smash you to the ground, you and your children within you. And they won't leave within you one stone upon another, because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. Then Yeshua entered the temple and began to drive out the merchants, saying to them, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And he was teaching every day in the temple. The ruling Kohanim and the Torah scholars, even the leaders of the people, were trying to destroy him, but they could not find any way to do it, because all the people were hanging on his words. That was Luke 19, and it concludes today's readings. However, if you're reading through the Apostles twice, you will read Colossians 3 today also. That's it for me for today. I pray that the Word of God will bless you, will strengthen you, and lift your heart up and your eyes up to see 
the eternal truths of His precious Word. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.